Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, man. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome into another In Bed by Nine. It's Alex here and Jeremy. How was your weekend? What's going on? Hey, Alex. Uh, doing well. My uh, my weekend was pretty good. Um, got a lot of stuff done on the, on the school front. Um, I think I Ooh. mentioned it on here. I'm about less than two semesters from getting my uh, my bachelor's. And then I applied also for a master's program over the weekend. So um, That's how they get you. Trust I don't me. know. Uh, well, this one's like a year to 15 months top. I should be able to um, get out of a call. Oh, I'm not doing PhD. Don't worry. I'm not going to fall into your category, but uh, going to happen. But no, no, it won't. I don't have a dedication. <laughs> I ain't writing a thesis either. So, but um, but yeah, I figure I got about another year and a half in me total. So if I do it, I can do, do this and I'll be done. But no, I'm just getting a lot of stuff done. And then on the content creation side, I'm uh, starting to plot out. Uh, my return stream actually so it's uh turn to jeremy maybe i need to make a graphic for you probably be a month about a month all right i got some downtime jeremy give me some ideas i'll start making some good graphics for you cool all right well you're not a graphics artist or you know i mean i'll get i'll slide into your dm some graphic artist information if you don't mind all right all right cool (laughs) (laughs) no no i'm still working to get a graphic artist to join us on here it's going to happen one day it's close absolutely so hopefully we'll see Anyways, um, I guess on my front to kind of throw some stuff here. Uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to, into an interview for something I don't want or do want. I'm not positive what I'm going to do with this. I'm going for an admin interview. Um, pull the trigger on it, put the application in, and now I'm going, do I really want this? It's <laughs> got a moment. So I don't know if it's a good thing because I'm going to go with like no fear and just rock it out. And then they're going to offer me something and I'll be like, eh, yes or no. <laughs> So I want to get that opportunity, I guess. I guess that's where the line draws is I want that opportunity. So um, strictly the last couple of days, I've been kind of like freaking out about it, like really hard. Like, do I really, really want this job? Do I want to be called a principal? Do I really want that role? And so it's like, Ugh! so we'll see. Will that affect your uh, streaming name then? Will there be a handle change? Diabolic <laughs> principal? Maybe. Maybe that might be something changing in the future. Good point. Oh, boy. I don't need to rebranding like every time. Oh, seasons, but. oh, you're gonna mess me up now. Well, I don't know. What's, I to be honest, I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll figure it out. Um, but oh. yeah, so that's that's in a couple of days, which is gonna throw my streaming off a little bit. Tuesday, it's not gonna happen because I need. It's early in the morning on Wednesday. I need sleep, and I won't be sleeping anyway. So I gotta do something. Anyways, <laughs> random, Sounds random. Good. I'm sure you get. I'm sure you do. Random, baby. I'll do fine. As I say, I don't know if I'll get it, but I'll do fine. I always say that. So, other than that, just kind of been sitting here in the cold, cold basement of the winter because it's going to be negative degrees here in Michigan. And uh, coming. winter's been here. Stupid John Snow. Um, <laughs> At least you got the reference. Yes, I did. Oh, the other thing. Um, watching uh, The Last, the Last of, us. of Us. Holy biscuits. Last episode. Right in the gut. Loved it. Never played the game. Watched a lot of people that play the game. Understand why people some are angry about it, but I don't get it because I've been kicked in the face too many times with like game, movies and shows that I like that been rehashed over again. But taking that context of Last of Us out of the world of like just I don't know, it's a good move. It's a good episode. Yeah, I'd say it's good. a good show. Even if you're not, if you weren't familiar with the game, yeah, I think you would like it. And it's got the video game feel all day. It's so good. And oh, the last episode was just that's an that's an Emmy or a Global Globe or 
some kind of award got to go to somebody because that is just I was crying. I was laughing. It's I didn't think it should end. I was woof. It was good. Yeah, yeah they're really they're doing doing a really good job. I can't I can't find a, a fault. I just don't want it to become The Walking Dead. It's all I care about right now. Just don't become. Yeah, the Walking I'm hoping Dead. they maybe it won't go that long. It's got three seasons. Yeah, but it's got approved. There's three enough there where they can do three seasons. I don't think they can do. They stretch it like 10, 11, 12, then yeah, I think then then you run into danger of losing the quality. It's hard to keep the emotion for something that long too. Like you people engaged because that's a high high octane stuff. Yeah, but like The Walking Dead, same concept. Man, that thing just doesn't don't die. Oh yeah, but I still not over. There's a movie floating around still. It needs to end. But I can get detached from that. I don't want to get detached from the walk or from the uh, Last of Us. My God, I'm gonna call it The Walking Dead. Yeah, I ruined it for you. Oh, Ellie Joel, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, well, it's detached from that, Jeremy. We do have a guest today hanging out with us. Awesome. So uh, I reached out and said onto the Twitterverse, "Hey, I'm looking for a streamer that doesn't stream anymore or has content creator doesn't content create anymore." Why? And let's talk about it because that'd be an interesting conversation. And Akame right here jumped up and said, Hey, oh, I'd love to. So, Akame, introduce yourself, say hello to the group. Hi, guys. Uh, Akame. Um, and yeah, I, you know, obviously here because I saw your Twitter post and was like, you know, I would love to hop on a podcast, you know, for the first time ever, actually. You know, no. never actually been on one. And I felt like it would be something fun to talk about, you know, if y'all had questions about, like, why I stopped or whatever it may be, or just talk about, like, personal reasons on why. Uh, but I'm just curious to see what y'all have in store. Oh, cool, cool. Well, yeah, I have, I have some questions for you. I just was thinking about the other day, like, you know, we talk, we've had other streamers there and talk about, like, why they started streaming and stuff like that. And um, we've talked in the past looking at, the changes in streaming patterns and seeing that change happen since the pandemic and how things are, you know, a bunch of streamers we used to watch all of a sudden just disappeared and like, what was up with that? So it's kind of cool to bring someone on that has, you know, at that moment has had that struggle, has had that thought and just went, Hmm, this is why I did this. So kind of, let's start off with this. Why did you start streaming? And then, you know, what was your elevator pitch back then? You know, like what is your, how did you get people to come to your streams? So I first started streaming back in roughly 2014, 2015 on okay. Twitch. Um, I was a sophomore in high school and I was very competitive in uh, Destiny 1 on Xbox. And I saw like kind of a market for it, you know, and I loved doing what I did. And so I wanted, I created, you know, I would live stream my games and do a bunch of stuff of helping people out in that game, like doing mm-hmm. raids and um, carrying folks in the uh, game mode that's known as the Crucible in Destiny, if you're not familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I was doing really well, but obviously as a high schooler who no car, no, uh, no job, um, I couldn't get everything done I wanted to do as I can now as an adult uh, because I was constantly moving around, you know, so my streams were very inconsistent during that time period, but my numbers were still doing really well. What did you, um, like, what did you typically, like, when, like, what would a typical week look like for you streaming back then? So I would try to do specifically friday saturday sunday monday um i was good enough when it came to school to only need three days wednesday thursday um and friday or tuesday wednesday thursday to be exact yeah tuesday wednesday thursday were the three days where i could get everything done um so i was like those will be my off days you know but i'll you know because i know what the market is most kids and parents even because i know adults love watching twitch Mm -hmm. they're going to be off on the weekends so i was like it probably is the best time to stream then 
So that's when I would stream. Okay. Did you so, stream like so? Like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, cut no, you. Um, no, Jeremy, you're you, right. um. So did you like? Was it like right when you got home from school, you jump on and you were just like on all day, or were you like, uh, I'm gonna start um, at, like X time and go to you know later in the night or whatever? So typically a Friday, you know, each day I treated differently due to certain circumstances. Um, okay. but Fridays were generally get home, eat dinner and start at like eight o'clock and go till about two or three o'clock in the morning. And then Saturday, wake up. Um, if I had any, uh, extracurricular activities from school, like golf or, uh, any other sport I played at the time, I would go in the morning, go do that. And then around like five, um, both five o'clock Saturday and Sunday, go and stream till about midnight, one o'clock. And then Monday would be straight after school around like four or five to midnight. And Jack Cash, did you ever get, were you affiliated at the point in time in high school or was that not something? Uh, no, I was never an affiliate. I, uh, I was growing, but then like I mentioned earlier, um, I had multiple times in the middle of my school year of where we moved. Okay. And so I was probably taking a break every other three or four months. So I wasn't able to keep like, this is, this you know, gotcha. yeah, but you know, because my name in the community was still strong because I was still playing games when I couldn't stream, you know, so I was able to gain people back, but you know, when you don't stream, I think consistently, it's hard for viewers to want to come back to you because they don't know. Yeah, it's hard because people, if they like you, they'll, they'll adjust their schedule to, to catch you specifically streaming something that they like. I mean, it's just like it's like a TV show, you know. They'll, they'll if they like something, they'll adjust their life around it to to see you. But when you're, yeah, but you're shifting so much, it's hard to catch yeah, up. Exactly, so, yeah. makes perfect sense. Exactly. So, other than making me feel extremely old now. Because you were sophomore in 2014, uh, you continue streaming your entire time here, and 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 done. You know, went to about I don't know what is it to be what almost 10 years of streaming. Oh uh, yeah, roughly. I mean, cheese and crackers. I mean, I uh, I know I did take like a whole year off. Of, okay. I, I did experiment with YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. on a little, I, I, no one knows about it, but I have a YouTube page from when I was like 16 trying to do Minecraft Ooh. videos. Okay. Um, I tried to, the whole Minecraft scene and I kind of didn't like it. And then, like, two years later, I think all that stuff about like popular Minecraft YouTubers came out, and I was mm -hmm. kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I want to be associated with these folks. Like, yeah. <laughs> all these allegations. Like, so I kind of was like, you know, I'm gonna stay away. You know, like that's kind of <laughs> yikes. That's. I mean, it's it's an interesting thing about how young you started with it at all. And I mean, how were your like parents feeling about all this, or was it something you didn't tell them? Um, they kind of were busy in their own lives. Gotcha. Um, you know, the only times it seemed to matter is if like they caught me slipping up in school. Where? Like, and I can understand that like as a parent. And now since I'm older is like, I'm, I think about that. I'm like, you know, they were correct. But at the same time, like, I don't know if, if I had more, I know life is hard. So like, I, I'm more mature about how I feel about the subject now, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I just curious if they like just knew about or what it is. And I deal with kids on a day to day basis, and I usually get the parents saying that they want to stream, and I'm having conversations with parents of what it means. <laughs> and then it's like, um, maybe not with your middle schooler. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they just knew I played video games. They didn't yeah. know. Didn't know the extent of what you were doing. Yeah, and it's fair. I mean, that's it, well, in probably, you go online and play. And... Probably back then too. I knew like when I was streaming, um, because I streamed The Last of Us when it first uh came out in like 2013, 2014. When I would do it, I just did it right off of the uh, 
the PlayStation 3 that I had. And mm-hmm. I mean, so I didn't have, you know, I had a headset with a microphone on it, but I didn't, you know, like you wouldn't, if you had sat there and watched me play, you wouldn't even know I was streaming. I mean, you could have thought I was just talking to people, people in my headset. Exactly. That's so, how I, I mean, was on the Xbox. Have, yeah. And I didn't have a yeah. fancy, you know, I didn't have computer monitors or anything set up. So yeah, I could see where his where his parents would Oh, I agree. I mean, my parents thought I was uh, you know back when I did when I dial up internet. No, the only reason why they knew I was online is because the phone didn't work. Um so after <laughs> nine. I'm ter I'm terrified when my kid gets old and does online, does stuff. I'm like, I don't know what you, you I'm not gonna figure anything out, but um yeah, I totally get it. I mean, if you, you don't know what's going on, but anyways, um so, just to know out there, I know Akame because we ended up about a year or two, but a year ago, we started hanging out in this, you know, thing called Vovin and started working with them a little bit. So, I kind of met you through that process. Have you ever, like, thought about, like, did you join other orgs before or was Vovin, like, that first org you kind of transitioned to? For, content- you have, for, like, the long period of time you've been part of. Yeah, for content creation, more or less. For content creation... It was the first org where I was like, okay, this sounds like a good spot. Especially, I don't know if you knew this, but the owner and CEO I actually went to high school with. Oh. And so Maybe I was like, you know, yes. So I was like, you know, I, I would, I, as soon as he asked me, I was like, yeah, I would love to work with you and like try to, you know, make this happen. Cause I mean, you know, you see so much going on now these days when it comes to the internet that yeah. anything can blow up. You know, you never know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly my mentality. With it. I was like, uh-huh, sure, let's see where it takes me. Now that I realize I'm the old fart in the group, it's always great. Um, <laughs> I pulled in the geriatric side of it. Got it. All right. Um, trying to think. So let's go into the, the heart of the question here. Like, what was the downfall or what was the time you realized that, like, you know what, I'm kind of done with this content creation or streaming component. And I guess what what is seeing that you've done it for 10 years, you take like hiatus is this a hiatus or you like, you know what, I'm just going to scrap it and focus on something else or I'm going to rebrand it. Like, why stop? What was the downfall moment for you? For me, I just feel there's there's like I would say at least maybe like a handful. But like my top three things are is like one. Uh, when COVID hit, it the market for streaming became totally mainstream. And it's kind of like one of those things, like when it comes to jobs, you know, if you have too many folks trying to go for a job, you might not get it, mm-hmm. you know, versus like when I was talking about in 2014, not as many people were doing it. You know, Twitch was still kind of new and, you know, mm-hmm. my viewers were a lot better back then. Versus now where it's like, I feel like it's a little bit of a struggle if you still like, you know, it's like fighting to have the best thing. Like I see all these crazy videos now of where like, there's this one kid who literally every time he gets a kill in Warzone, he has fireworks go off in his bedroom. Yeah. And that's how he brings a crowd. Like it's insane on the level you have to put in now these days. Like you have to go even harder you know, to stream, I feel like you can't, you yourself, um, in a way, it feels like you can't just play the game and be good at it. You got to be extra, you know, you got to do more than normal. And another thing uh, that I'll say a big thing is for me is I feel like I can't find a game that I just can sit down and play anymore. I'll be like, honestly, like I've, you know, I grew up playing COD. I don't like, it's boring to me now. Um, I mentioned destiny. That community's mm-hmm. kind of meh. Um, I've given overwatch a try. I've given Valorant a try. Like it doesn't, there's no game that I feel like I can constantly grind and have fun still with. Um, and the last thing is kind of just like, now as an adult, I feel like I have so many responsibilities and I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, well, instead of putting hours into streaming, I could be putting in hours in uh, going to a trade school, which I'm thinking of doing here shortly. Yeah. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine, but that's okay. like kind of the like my reasons kind of for stopping. So was um, the I guess so was the indicator that make you feel like you were stopping or ready to stop was just the fact that your like viewership was kind of going down and like the market was oversaturated. It definitely or, helped that the market okay. is oversaturated. Okay. Because like you definitely can tell and look at statistics of like YouTube and Twitch alone, their best year was the year of COVID. Oh yeah. 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 You know, um, and that's also the year of more accounts being made and uh, start blowing up. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it made sense why it blew up because everyone was stuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to really do. And when you start to look for that social outlet, you know, just, I don't know, Twitch was a massive, easily social, easy accessible social outlet. Um, but yeah, no, it makes sense. And, you know, I've had the same thoughts multiple times being, who I am and what's going on in my life. Like, hmm, do I need to stop? Do I need to do this? Um, And the game thing, I guess that I could see that being a bigger factor too. Not having that game that you love, that you want to display or want to, tr want to stream and want to be part of. So I guess when you're thinking about that game that you want, what would that game be? Like, what would be, what would what would that game have to give you to make you feel that it's like getting back into streaming or back into content creator or just back into gaming? Um, I, it it's it has to have a little bit of you know I I really do enjoy you know just basic like player versus enemy style games, but I also am a big PvP guy. Mm -hmm. You know I I have yet to find a game right now in this time where there's a good balance of both. And if I do, and like, sometimes I have found a couple of games here and there where I'm like, I enjoy this game a lot, but the problem lies is it's not getting enough developer support and they're not. And it's just, it makes it hard to, you know, continue playing that game. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Like what, what, what game were you playing that had that issue? Um, so Latest one, how about that? The latest one for me was probably um I would probably say Destiny Two. Um when it came out, uh that like really affected me. And then I started branching out and when I branched out to Overwatch, they didn't have mm -hmm. that PvE element that I was looking for. And it was just strictly PvP, so it made me uh, a worse version of myself because I am very competitive and so I was like this game is not good for me and I was like you know y'all aren't like updating it consistently enough uh, to the changes that need to be made that your uh, content creators and viewers are asking for um, and then another game I would say right now is probably um uh, can't think of it i can't think of it right now but i had just started it but uh, i stopped playing very quickly i thought i was gonna enjoy it so so you, you draw more of the competitive shooter world a little bit more yeah uh yeah. i've always that that's what i was talking about like when i was playing destiny one is yeah. back in 2014 i was known on the competitive side uh, I've played on multiple competitive teams. Um, before I even was a streamer, I played Call of Duty competitively. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I know I played against you. It hurt, <laughs> <laughs> and that's me not even like you know not playing it. Oh, you sitting back with my eye, my hat backwards, and my hand in my pocket, with using <laughs> one finger, and you know, I just dominated you. I got it. Yeah, yeah. No. we talked about that. <laughs> oh my God! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome. So, so Jeremy, there was a competitive moment where they wanted to within the grouper and they have like players play like a round robin thing. And so I was like, yeah, I'll get into it. And I was able, I, you know, my lottery landed up against him. And 
I mean, he did give me props and said, you know, you're doing pretty good, but he was like talking to me. And so I started doing like the streamer talk and kind of like drifting off and I wasn't being competitive enough and it, it got gruesome. Uh, awesome. I mean, he gave me a couple of shots, like walked out. I was like, okay, come on, get me. <laughs> I was like, okay, poop. And then, I gave him the good old Jedi mind trick, you know? Yeah, you messed uh, with me. You focus messed on me. The, focus on streamer talk. <laughs> I just shifted my thought. We were talking about stories. Like, yeah, basketball, sports, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, boom. I'm I'm doing the wrong thing right now. That's awesome. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, no, I I felt the blunt of your your skills there pretty well. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always interesting to think, like, what is the game? (laughs) Sorry. Like, what's that game that's going to pull people back into the gaming world? Um, I mean, Jeremy and I have talked many times. There's not much out there. You're like, all right, this is the game that's going to break the system. It's not that that Halo, that Destiny, that that one game that makes you, I mean, you're probably too young, but get up and stand in front of the GameStop and get it in midnight type thing. Um, the old midnight launch. Oh, yeah. I did that only once in middle school. What well, game was for? Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Oh, I love that. I skipped school. I skipped school the next day. I mm. remember my mom hated me for it, but I was like, "Yeah." Uh, I used to stream that one all the time too. That was that was when I did YouTube videos. I would put up Black mm. Ops too. Make me feel old. Yeah, I see. The best one I did was uh, what was it? Um, what's one that I've sat through? Let's see, hold on. I think I did Halo fantasy ones too. Halo two, not Halo one, but Halo the, the Halo one, two, three, four. ODST I've sat sat in lines for. Uh, what other ones I sat in line for? The Kingdom Hearts series for that one. That was worth it. Yeah, that was. I did a Call of Duty one, but it was not. It, I did it because it was working. I was working at Jim uh, at Jimmy John's, and they had me go deliver like sandwiches to him uh, for like promotional stuff which was cool because they let me in the store early to get the, my game early uh, um, which was nice for everyone else so i skipped the line which was amazing uh-huh. so they're like, they're like can i have a couple of sandwiches I'm like here's four like four of these sandwiches i don't care they're like oh here's your game I'm like oh cool thanks it's like in my pocket and then i just passed out sandwiches to a bunch of like college kids standing in line and then like here's what you do you order a pickle at 2 a.m in the morning <laughs> like what? Like it's called the store and order a pickle for this free sandwich. Like okay, and they got so many sandwich. They got so many orders that night of pickles. We're like why are we selling pickles? Like what's going on? We're selling sandwiches and pickles. I'm like you wanted to make money tonight. Pickles are the most money makers. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so, interesting. <laughs> yeah, did yeah, but that that was something we did. And now with this online, you know, download stuff. I don't. Know, it's funny. Um, so. Are you done streaming? Are you done done? Or are you just kicking back waiting for that one moment to spark you back in? There is potential. I'm not giving it total quits because, you know, gaming is still a very passionate of mine. Like, I'm still hopping on every day Mm -hmm. playing different video games. I'm not just playing one specific video game, though. Um, I will say, if if it's a good game... Uh, you could see me back. Uh, and I don't know if y'all know what it is. It's called Ashes of Creation. Um, it's an MMO. Um, and right now it's an Alpha 1, almost about to be an Alpha 2. Okay. But uh, if y'all are MMO players, I would definitely go look into it and look it up. Uh, but it's supposed to beat out New World and uh, World of Warcraft. Hmm. New World, I can see beating beat out because that one I I think they had a lot of hopes and I think it crumbled real hard. Personally, um, I mean a lot a lot of people liked it, but I hear a lot more. What's the word I'm looking for? Resentment towards New World. Um, beat out World of Warcraft. That's a high. That's a high mark. From uh, some people I've been talking to and uh, who, you know, are people who came from World of Warcraft and who have stopped playing it have said a lot of great things about it because the game isn't going to be made by a AAA title. 
it's no. you know so there's going to be more you know in their opinion like support for the game and more it's not going to be as greedy you know like blizzard is <laughs> Take <all> yeah <laughs> yeah I agree. I think Blizzard killed itself in the foot with all that, but I mean, especially it's made by it's Intrepid, right? Intrepid. Yeah. So it's a it's definitely a passion project then. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, are you saying another... you might have done some practice work in this that you can't legally say out loud? <laughs> no, I just think twice if you have. <laughs> no, I just talked to some people um, okay. that I've, I'm friends with, and they. We're like, hey, you know, I don't know if you've played MMOs, but you should give this one a try, um, you know, and come play with us. And I was like, all right, uh, let me know when it releases. You know, I so I'm kind of like I'm excited for it in a sense. You know, it's something new for me, you know. Gotcha. And yeah, it uh, looks, it looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too is the guy, because it's one single owner of the com- of the team that's making it. He's hired ex Blizzard employees who first made World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Yeah, people Got who it. have left Blizzard and stuff, you know, because of the direction Blizzard was going. And that's definitely going to give that resentment builds, you know that we you learned all this stuff. I know how to do this. I knew things that I should do differently to make it better and i'm now going to make that happen here yep interesting i think that's like something that i kind of you know it's going to make the market more competitive well that and it just like i said i never got on the train with world of warcraft and missed the train by miles um because there's no way you can jump on world of warcraft and do anything nowadays without like feeling like your world is ending <laughs> because it's so big now and then thought about getting on the game was it uh what did you what was it called i can't think of it now why is it skipping me new world new world and then i was like okay i'll wait i've been burned on games in the past when they come out i'll wait a second or two and then it came out and just like hit a wall and crash real fast i was like mm, that put a taste in my mouth like i don't want to get on that um and also, you know, Amazon. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> Daddy Bezos. They take too much of my money already. Um, all right. And then I'm always really fearful of MMOs just because I can't do all the grinding that it wants to do. So I, if I... I don't know. I'm interested to get on one because I like the style. I like the play idea of, like, building something from the ground up. Um, but I kind of want to start at the beginning. I'd have to be, like, grinding at the end spending money to make it happen yeah that's 100 percent fair or in like if, especially if you don't have like those like friends who have already played it you mm-hmm. can be like here you go and like then again i don't like handouts either so it's kind of like i'd rather grind for my own stuff personally um i'll take a handout i have no problem i have no uh doesn't hurt my honor by any means <laughs> But that's because of like you know once again I play Destiny and they their the percentages on certain guns and whatnot were very low so it forced you to grind and there was no trade system in that yeah. game so yeah yeah so it's kind of like something I'm used to yeah I got you on that and that's one thing with Destiny I guess I like Destiny I love the concept of I mean I love the studios to make Destiny um. I didn't like the game. I didn't. I'm going to say that. And I, I feel like you're now like in shock. Um, Not really. The reason, I guess the reason why I didn't like it, I felt the gameplay was extremely repetitive. That I play, I, I used to play, I still play a lot of Assassin's Creed games. And after the fourth game, they started to become lazy in my mind and started to become extremely repetitive on their missions where like it was the same mission, the same framework. They just painted in a color over top of it and you did the same thing over and over again for minimum of three times. And so my brain automatically tracks that stuff really fast. 
And that's exactly how I felt Destiny 1 was. It was like, here's, here's the mission. Do these three things, and the mission's over. But then go to this next planet and do these three things that are exactly the same you did the other planet, just with a new facade. It's like... Yeah, I call them the old fetch mission. Yeah. <laughs> so that what killed me in those games. Um, I never played in the... Like, I, I don't know. I never got to the point where I could play in the Crucible because I started a little early and it wasn't that, it wasn't that big of a thing. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of was like, ah, this is this is killing me a little bit. Um. And then I tried again with the newest up update. I uh, bought the newest pack, and I was like, okay, cool. But I'm so far out of the realm. It's you know I'm grinding myself to get back there, and it's like I. It just it did it did. I don't know. I was soured from the first rendition of it. So that's why I say yeah. when people are like, oh, I love that. It's like Destiny, great concept. Love the idea. Love the studio. It just, I felt like they rushed it out too soon and they came out to be subpar for what I was hoping for. Yeah, I definitely could see that. Like it, I, and this is coming from someone who didn't even start Destiny when it first came out. I started in year two of it. So I didn't start when the game was at like one of its most inconsistency because i know from people i have talked to it was very inconsistent and then Mm -hmm. year two was the true year it blew up yeah yeah like i said i was already like you know it was kind of like this is yeah and then i just never got back into it and then played it one more time this is not where i'm going to land on this and causes me to double check or double thought the whole process i was like "Eh." yeah so, I guess what is the kind of going through this a little bit of the streaming concept for gaming world? Because you seem to have a lot of good grasp on the the gaming world. What what do you see that's going to come out of like Destiny or Call of Duty or those other uh, Valorant? Like, what do you see is going to come out of those games? Do you think they're going to be the test of time games, or do you think they're going to start seeing their age soon? So, I think Destiny will remain the same for right now, um, from what I have seen, and, um, you know, I'm still watching videos of the game, and mm-hmm. their new DLC that they're about to have um, dropped sometime in, at the end of February, um, but for their timeline, when you talk in the PvE aspect, you know, Destiny 1 was about making the Guardian feel super powerful and, like, you know, you're the righteous person for doing all these goodful things. Yeah. Destiny 2 comes out, they finally made the player base feel like you have these hard choices of like right and wrong. Like your buddy, um, that famous character in the game, I know you said you play the game, Cade 6. Yeah. He dies in Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if that's spoilers for anyone. Ruined the whole thing. Good job. <sighs> sorry. Um, <laughs> But uh, he dies, and so they send you on missions to go and hunt down the person who killed him. And and it's like, is that morally right? You know, and like, you know, our guardian is going to get revenge on another, like, group of people who are actually morally okay and that they were, like, allies with. Mm. You know? Um, And then... The new DLC that's going to be dropping, it's going to be more about the darkness. And uh, so I don't know what really is because, once again, not really in the loop, just like kind of on the outside gotcha. looking at small everything. Um, your Call of Duty, uh, I, I, I think that game, I want to say it's going to die in the next five to ten years. Unless they add some ridiculous stuff to it. Because, I mean, how much can you do with boots to the ground? I mean, it's almost the same game, same game in and out. Um, roughly but the same guns. But it's so basic. That's why... I mean, it's, I... It, go ahead. So, there's been a... I watched a video recently about how... Um, you know, people who used to play video games back in like the early 2000s, okay? 
they are used to games, so it showed that their play style is a lot slower compared to kids nowadays to where everything needs to be sped up. Like, you know, for instance, you could compare it to like kids and what kids watching TikToks, you know, mm-hmm. short clips, you know, things have to be fast for them to keep them interested and keep them going versus, you know, back when we were first playing, playing, things were a little bit slower. You know, I'm sure if you watch your gameplay, you have a slower play style than some of some of the other right. Warzone players, you I know, do. because that's kind of how you grew up playing video games. Same goes for me is I've always been someone who, you know, comes back with a counterattack. I don't go for the offensive. I'm more defensive. And then I counter your, your play. Um, but it, it, there's been a little study in like League of Legends, one of the most popular video games, you know, to date. Uh, they were talking about a character who used to, when the game first came out, they had a 12 second cooldown. That cooldown is now reduced to three seconds just so the game can be sped up and things can happen faster. And so that's why when it comes to COD, unless things start like picking up, you know, there's a big reason why you see all the time people complain about people camping. You know, it slows the game down. No, like, I feel like yeah, the younger camper. younger people hate that shit. Like they hate people just sitting in little corners waiting for them. And it's like, you got to understand. We're old. It, well, not, <laughs> no, not even that. Like it makes sense. Like if you know. No, I, get, I get you. Like it's. Well, here, well even the, if you think about this too, like I was a big Halo player. Like I liked Halo. Yeah. And Halo is slow. <laughs> Halo should have sped it fast. No, it's still it's still fairly slow comparative to like Call of Duty oh. or even Destiny. Halo is a is a slug in a world like you're you don't run in Halo. <laughs> like there's no movement in Halo. It's very much tanky. Like you you that's what it is. Um, I mean even then I grew up playing anyhow, so we're, we we won't get old on that because I you know I'm too deep flat Boy screen in the background. That's one of my minis. Yes, that's the Game Boy Color. It has Pokemon Red right on it. Not any other. It's Pokemon Red. That's it. Game Boy. Um, yeah, I grew up in that age. Um, the other stream, I was talking about the little, like, you know, Jeremy, you remember these? The converters for your old tube TVs you had to put mm-hmm. on there so you could put the cable line through it so you can splice oh, yeah. through it. Yeah, that, yeah. That's me. I still have t- So, yeah, anyways. Um, so that's pretty slow. Um, but as you were talking about, even like Call of Duty, they have sped it up in the last three years. For yeah, I'll say in the last three years, the last run, the Modern Warfare or Call of Duty now, the Modern Warfare or what is, what is it called? Modern Warfare is it Modern Warfare 2? Whatever the newest system, the new game name is out there. Um, your shields evaporate. Your body vest, your body armor does not survive as long anymore. I can tell you that. Um, I die a lot. And I die very quickly now. And I'm very surprised. It, it seems that it doesn't... Three three plates don't last as long anymore. So, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, that's why I thought it was kind of interesting of like, when you brought up, I was like, you know... That's why I feel the way I do about COD is, you know, they they tried jetpacks. Yeah. BO3 was more successful than Advanced Warfare was. I, I think that's a fair statement that anyone in the COD community would agree upon. I don't know about y'all, but I would say BO3 was more successful than Advanced mm. Warfare. Yeah. But, uh, but those games were still not, you know highly rated you know in the community no one really liked that and supported it at the time they still played it because returning fan base but you know you have all these smaller companies making games that are way faster got more abilities 
mm-hmm. more stuff that make you know i would say like the younger generation like feel like they're doing more you know because that's what like a lot of people like especially i know who are younger they want to do more stuff you know not like with the game of cod being so simple of oh pick gun up off ground like in warzone and bang 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 like that's so simple like anyone can do that that's why you have videos of like you know freaking i think it was a youtuber or a tiktoker but like i've seen a video where it was like an 80 year old man playing warzone and he got like fucking 10 kills in the game i was like god damn so you're trying to say warzone's gonna be the geriatrics gamer from this point forward to be a bunch of old <laughs> old dudes in a in a retirement home around the tube TV playing Call of Duty. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna mean, support. So why do you guys su- like this game? There's no skill trees to develop abilities. I don't know if I can make it to the next skill level. I don't think my heart could take that long. <laughs> I mean, I just I just that's that's how I feel, you know, like you know it, it's good. It makes sense. It's funny though, but it makes sense. Because I I hopped on the other day, you know, and I was like, this is boring. Like, I was like, why is this map so, like, and, like, I tried playing the regular multiplayer, playing Shipment, which is a smaller map, and I was like, this isn't very fun either. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. you know... People just throw grenades and claymores at this point. Like we're not even That's using it. guns. So Rock it's like, just... Yeah, it's like either you're using your tactical weapons or you're using your gun. Like it's there's no fine line in between either or. I feel like when it comes to it, that's why I do enjoy, you know, Destiny, Overwatch, mm-hmm. and Valorant. You know, all those games have abilities for the players, whether it be movement. Um, or, you know, just a stupid, you know, ultimate, you know, to use on your enemy to where you have to think more about when am I going to use it? Am I going to use this ability to counter my enemy? Like, I think that's more fun than, oh, bang, bang. Oh, I threw a random grenade over these freaking shipment. Yeah, throw like half, half the map. Like, this isn't real. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say that I got a couple good kills on a game that way with a grenade across the map, and they blew up on their on their knees, and yeah, they're like, "Oh like, god!" Like, it's not like, even like, realistic, though. I just tossed your grenade. I mean, it's not even realistic. Like in some of the other games with abilities and that kind of stuff, I can like I can suspend my disbelief. But Call of Duty, they try to make it look, you know, as real, you know, mil, you know, like real military yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. They don't have abilities to where there's no reason for me to suspend my disbelief. So, you know, when you take a grenade and chuck it, you know, the three legs of a football field, it's like that's not that's not real. But I got the perk to be Eli Manning and be able to throw a grenade that far. Don't worry. Um, That's my perk. Get lucky and win two Super Bowls. Exactly. That's my perk right there. I shouldn't even won those Super Bowls, but. (laughs) But, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, I'm with you on those games are just to me, like I said, when it comes to Call of Duty, it's one of those games it's very simple to pick up. You put it down, don't play it for a while, then you can pick it back up and jump back into it and be a goofball. Um I was really hoping Halo was back like that back in the day, but mm, I can't get back into it. Valorant confuses me because I'm old, I guess. Um what about Apex? I feel like that Apex? Like, it, it, it like wanes and comes and I, I hear it and then I don't hear it. But I feel like Apex is very much kind of like a, a Call of Duty Valorant hybrid in a way. They had a child. <laughs> I Before the when, child was born, yeah. <laughs> when Apex first came out, I was like, alright, this is the future of Battle Royale. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of, even though I don't play the game, I think it brings the most to the table. Uh, when it comes to one competitiveness, mm-hmm. um, respawn has done a very good job of supporting the competitiveness side of Apex versus any other battle royale. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently, if you are a competitive player, um, they for people who are diamond ranking above, they now are giving diamond players and above ddos protection 
because when you get DDoS at, you know, higher levels and you get kicked out, you obviously lose more skill rating, MMR, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so now Respawn's like, we feel bad for you guys and we hear y'all's cry and we understand it's unfair to y'all. We're going to provide a service to where that can't happen to y'all no more. That makes sense. To keep them playing the game. Which, as yeah, I agree. I think that gives a good value behind that. And I guess before we leave, how do you explain Fortnite? Because that game is slow. It's not fast paced. Uh, and I don't think that game's ever gonna die. As much as like, oh, Fortnite, it's gonna go. No, every fourteen-year-old person in the world plays that game, and I don't understand it. <laughs> so, I think a lot of that has to do with Epic doing an actual decent job of marketing listening. the crud out of it. Marketing, um, listening, listening to the player base. Um, yeah. You know, after like a couple of seasons, they heard people talk about how they were tired of kids doing 90s on them, you know, cranking 90s and building these massive Eiffel yeah. Towers in the sky, you know. Um, and so they were like, here, guys. So you don't have to worry about that. We'll put out a game mode where there's no building and you just shoot one another. Love that mode. Exactly. I, I love that too. I mean, when it first came out, I actually enjoyed Fortnite because no one was cranking 90s and you could use your uh, materials for like tactical advantage. But then people got good at the game and understood the mechanics and were like, oh, we can do some crazy things. Yeah. And that's when I was kind of like, eh, no, thank you. I'm not about that. That's too much. Now, may I ask you all a question? Yeah. So we were talking about gaming and like uh, y'all, uh, where it's going to be. What do y'all feel about like VR gaming? I feel like that's going to be what brings personally is what's going to bring back the hype to gaming in the next 10 to 15 years. I would agree um, as long as there is uh, like we... <laughs> Like my kids, we we bought them an Oculus oh, a year ago, and um, the Oculus Two, and when I put that thing on, like I thought my uh, their mom got it for them at the time, and it was uh, like I had never played any uh, really you know VR games, and when you put those goggles on and actually get into the world, like. It's amazing because you will get people that don't play video games at all. And I've seen this several times, um, including with uh, with my kid's mom and a couple of other friends that don't play video games. They actually, they enjoy it so much. And just it being a, an experience, I guess, it would be the best term I could, I could think of it. That, you know, they spent amounts of time playing it that I never would have. Like, I could never get them to play a game with me. But I think there's potential. I mean, I think there's a good untapped market there where, you know, where you could really push gaming uh, to that next level. And then just the things that you could do with it. I mean, I, I know they're only going to get better, but um, I just, I, so the potential is that they don't shoot themselves in the foot. I think that's the only thing is like, people doing dumb things to games, you know, like when they're trying to come up with a concept. I think other than that, I think they can do whatever the way they want with it and people will will play it. I don't know. Like, Jeremy, you remember the Virtual Boy? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I don't and, know if I got it repressed or I just didn't get around it enough. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm... There's this weird... When you look at gamers, you have this mentality of technology and advancement and growth, and then you have this like other side of like wanting to keep things semi traditional. It's a weird mechanic. It's mm -hmm. not saying like every person, but you kind of have that mechanic throughout a lot of gamers. They have that idea. Now, being in the era of the virtual boy, one, the virtual boy was a POS and was 
not up to subpar technology wasn't there and the world wasn't ready for it i got it but i remember everyone hyped up about it and they're like, well, in 10 and 15 years from now it's everyone's gonna be wearing these headsets and we're all gonna be playing video games on our heads and then yeah that didn't happen now do i believe that virtual reality gaming is going to be a thing yes do i see it happening in everyone's home no in 10 to 15 years i don't think so i don't think the technology is going to be there to support it I don't think we'll get to the point where it would replace a computer, a monitor, or technology we have today. I could be the old geriatric man talking about it, but just from what I think, I I don't see that full replacement happening in the home entertainment center. Now, if the right headset comes out with the right game that everyone blows up on, different story. That's going to open a whole nother market. But right now, I think even like the Oculuses and stuff like that, people get it because it's cool. They have the idea, but I don't think it's taking off at the degree that they're hoping for to kind of create this massive competitive market to have you know massive explosion. So like I'm using an example like Nintendo, PlayStation, and at the time Sega wasn't really big and going for it and planning it out. And then everyone's competitively going for it and trying to get into the market space with other venues. Like the Dreamcast came out to try to compete against those. Like that competitive growth is not there to kind of continually to grow the market. So I mean, you just have Oculus right now, right? There's not any like a massive competitor to compete against it. So I don't see it growing as big as everyone's hoping for. Personally. Yeah. You have two other headsets. Uh, the problem with the two other headsets is they're more expensive and of yeah. better quality. The mm -hmm. Oculus is your cheapest option. The easiest one for you to get, right? So that's why I was yep. buying it. So that's where it's it's like I'm thinking of like the competitive game award, the council awards back in the day. Like that's what made it easy for people to get into their home. So. I don't know. That's where I'm like. So like the Oculus is the uh, main option, but the two expensive ones are like the premium computers you get to go pick up. So, you know, it's not like something you're going to pick. I don't know. And I don't know the two other ones. So I'm just using what I information I have right now. Yeah. So do I see 10 and 15 years being the everyone wearing headsets playing games? No. Could I be totally wrong? Yup. But I'm just using what I have with basic information of the past to try to predict the future, and that's where I go with it. So... That's a very valid point. I mean, I got an Oculus, you know, during the Black Friday deals. Mm. It's it's very nice, but once again, you know, they're still very limited. You know, they're not a lot of options because that competitive market is not there for them to make more games. They don't need to because everyone's buying the Oculus because it's cool, and then they don't need to make games to make it more relevant because no one else is buying anything else. And so unless somebody comes out with another headset that's affordable for you know, easy Black, Black Friday pickups. I don't see it growing. I think it's going to stagnate and die out. The only thing that game companies are doing to try to push VR is making like a, uh, it seems to be more of the horror side is, horror side is, uh, they'll make it for Xbox, PC, whatever, and then they'll support VR. Like, uh, mm. uh, if y'all know anything about phasmophobia, yeah, they they finally got that VR supported. Same thing, like when it comes to Among Us, uh, that was a very popular game a couple That'd years ago. That'd be cool, yeah. You know, imagine playing Among Us and the killer runs up on you and you're <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be fun. That would be fun. Kind of cool. Or phasma. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, they're definitely trying. I do think they're trying their best. But, well, you know, once again, the problem lies is, like, getting into the home, like you mentioned. And yeah. um, the people who enjoy it the most are obviously going to be the people who pay more money for the upgrades or for the better headsets. Because, like, mm -hmm. you can buy, like, you know, when they make movies or games and whatnot, they have, like, those suits to where like you can fill effects and stuff while you're like creating a scene for like a, a show or something. Yeah, Ready Player mm -hmm. One. Gotcha. Yeah, you can do that now in a yeah. sense with the uh, the VR headsets. And yeah, there's, 
there's like places you go play, put all that stuff on, and you can run on a mat. Yeah, and I think that's like you know something that's gonna it's gonna help, but mm-hmm. until you know, it all depends on how the market is, really. Like, well, like our big thing. I always love like looking at the history of video games and like looking at how they started, and just looking at. <clears throat> like how Nintendo became Nintendo and how it really was a one or two major events that got them to there where they were. I mean, Nintendo started as a card company and now is making, you know, billions of dollars making video games, but how they got there was primarily through different, different means of like one of the reasons why they got so big is because like Donkey Kong tournaments, people play Donkey Kong tournaments on the arcades because that's what they were using. They utilized the arcades to grow that. And then that turned into like, okay, we're going to make these like world championship. And, you know, Dr. Disrespect and his whole like thing being, you know, blockbuster, like that, like that was the big thing back in the 1992, 95 era was building these massive like mall tournaments that grew this thing. And then that in turn allowed me, you know, expand that into the household. And now the house people are buying the NESs and, and playing the games at home, and then that brought in nice Sony popped out their new system, PlayStation, to compete against the the NES. And now, like that, NES like, oh, oh no, we're gonna pick more games. And so, like that, really strange. The competitive market having more competitors in the market make it easier for games to grow. And yeah, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like I said, with VR, like I hope it'd be cool. I love Ready Player One. I think it'd be super cool to put on a headset, jump around, and be able to like visit worlds and like do stuff like that. Love the idea. It just, I don't know. Needs somebody out there. Maybe a con, maybe the next maker of a good headset for us all. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to, you're going to tech school, man. I don't know. You might get that ability to make a cool headset. Uh no, nah, I'll be able to uh basically turn your electricity on and off. Yeah, just the same concept, just a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Still yeah. very important to gaming. Yeah. Yeah, electricity is a big thing yeah. to gaming. If you don't got it, you are an essential worker. Yes, sir. Right. Most definitely. Well, Akame, we did hit our our uh, time here. So the last question I'd like to ask or throw out there to the group that any interview we have is for anyone listening that's the content creator or something like that, what is that one last little bit of nugget you want to leave with them all? Um, you know, if you're serious and, you know, you see it as something to do, try y'all's best to continue doing it and don't allow, you know, outside people tell you otherwise, you know, don't you know make people feel like don't allow those people to affect you you know um because i know that's a big thing is like that mental mindset you know you can't allow negative thoughts to push Mm -hmm. you away and i can definitely understand and relate to that you know so i think that's the biggest hurdle when it comes to wanting to grow your platform is continuing and not allowing the negative thoughts to reach that mind, you know, and fighting through it. Valid. All right, Jeremy, last statements for the night. Um, No, I just want to say uh, thank you to Kame for coming on. And uh, it's really cool uh, getting a chance to get a different uh, perspective, you know, from somebody that's, um, you know, not on the outside, but you're not actively, you know, streaming right now. Um, usually we've got people that are trying to explain, you know, their, you know, what their, their process is and what they're doing and what they plan on doing. And it was kind of nice to get a different, uh, a different take on it and still, you know, get some good information out of it. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I uh, enjoyed it. And um, I actually, is y'all's uh, episode with Salty out yet? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll get you the link. I'll tweet. I can tweet you all that. Good stuff. I would love to watch that and see because i might know some stuff but i'm obviously not gonna 
let anyone in on it. <laughs> awesome. You might learn. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're all they're pretty much what we'll do. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Anyways, Jeremy, let's let's end it out here. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Kami, for hanging out with us tonight and giving us some great information and insight. And uh, again, if you're listening to this podcast, please share it with a friend. Give us a star a review. Tell us that we're doing horrible. That's great to know. And, you know, pass it along. A share, a tweets, everything in between. Sharing right, is caring. It is. All, All right, right, Jeremy. Everybody. You have a great night, everybody.